What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Merry Christmas, Stallion. This is an opportunity for us to talk a little bit about things that we should be working on potentially on us this year. This podcast, as we sit around the round table with Mark and Ernie, was a lot of fun. But I just want to take take a moment, man, to ask you, like there's there's traditions that you have in your family. I'm sure there's some that you hope will be carried on um, as your girls get married at some point and have their own families. What would be one of those traditions you'd hope that they would uh, carry with them? I think the the favorite thing that we do uh, for Christmas is right before or right after Thanksgiving, we are putting the tree up and all the decorations, and we always give each other a new ornament that represents something from the year that we think about that person. So for instance, um, this year I received a, an ornament that was like, a you, know, you ever put your fingers up in the, I love you sign you ever, I don't know. It's like the, you're, it looks like you're doing the, the hook em horns, but with the like surfer model yeah, here. It's kind of like, yeah, that that's a, another way of saying, I love you. Right. I got a ornament that's made in that, out of steel that looks like that. And it was because um, my wife gave that to me just saying, always loving you basically. And like this year she's been through a lot with me. And and so that was her way of saying, man, I'm just really thinking about you and I, I love you. And I want to represent that in an ornament. Whereas one of our daughters, it, they did gymnastics for the first time. So there's a little gymnastics girl and on the back writing, hey, first year for gymnastics for Adler. Or Annie got her first car. And so on the back of hers, it's a car with a key key hanging off of it. And just something is special that makes people think, oh, you thought about me this Christmas season for the whole year. And this was what stuck out to you about me. So I hope that they continue that with their families. What that about is, you? Uh, well, one, I don't know if I have anything that good, man. I'm just thinking... <laughs> So can I ask some questions about that? Are you going to, when the girls grow up, will they get to take their own ornaments or will those ornaments stay with you? I don't know if we've dis like discerned that yet, but I think that they'll stay with us and then they will start that whole tradition with it. That's why I'm hoping that the tradition continues so that they'll build their tree over time with their family. What a great tradition. I mean, like my, my Christian's, tree tradition is so much lamer like our art we we put on the movie elf and watch will ferrell and elf as we put up the tree that's that's the the thing that we do right and i i don't i don't that's know great, i don't know what my movie though 
Cool. It is a great movie, great tradition. There's lots of little things that we do, but man, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop because yours is so great. I don't want to make mine seem so much more lame because <laughs> yours is so great. If you have a great tradition, um, I'd love to hear about it. Please please share that with us in our community. I'd love to see what sort of cool uh, Christmas traditions people have because there's so many things that. We we will we will not remember the things we will remember the memories and mm-hmm. man I, uh, for some of us who are not as creative as you and your wife we need ideas like that you know um, I'm grateful for this year um, and last year that I was given the the idea to take one of my kids to breakfast every Wednesday and I've done that for two years going on two years straight now every Wednesday one of my kids and I go to to, to breakfast together. And it was because someone shared it with me. And, and so that's an idea. I may, may try to see if I incorporate something similar into our, our tradition. Thank you, Stallion. As always, we appreciate you uh, listening to this podcast. We're about to jump in onto the round table. Stallion, pull up your chair. Let's belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of faulted guy, bad internet guy didn't sound so cool to me. Well, nothing about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner. He's the Italian stallion. He's got the license plate cover to prove it. Mr. Joey Murray. Stallion, good afternoon. What's up, my brother? Good to see you today. All I want for Christmas is me. I, I knew you would say that. I mean, that you're you're kind of a uh, you're kind of stuck on yourself. But uh, <laughs> I mean, this this seems like a selfish topic, and I think it should be a selfish topic. I think there's so many reasons why this topic needs to be talked about. But in your opinion, why do you believe this topic is important for our listeners? Well, I I don't think we can overemphasize the fact that in the game of money, you are your greatest asset, right? We've been told by Wall Street that you're not that important, that you need to give your money to somebody else. Somebody else has all the knowledge and the experience and the know-how and the ability to manage your money better than you. And it is a lie, right? As Nelson used to say, lies, lies, lies. You are your greatest asset. Well, that's, a, that's a good reason. Well, I, I'm grateful this is a Christmas special, right? This is going to have an uplifting message, not all about lies, uh, about uplifting. And, and I'm going to get over to the, the dream team of financial coaches to my left. I got the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I'd only known him earlier, I'd been so much richer, said everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. I see Ern. Man, good to be seen. Merry Christmas, Russ. Merry Christmas, man. 
And I know that you're, you're someone who loves to help others. And so this topic is, is a little off, at least the title may be a little bit off, but why do you think it's so important for us to focus on us as we are in Christmas season thinking about financial freedom? Well, man, I think we, we might be looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> That's a good song from the seventies, man. Keep, keep keep it going. Let me hear more. Yeah, well, I just remember when I was thirteen for Christmas, I wanted a skateboard so bad. I, I had some friends that were that were into that. I'd go to their house, have to borrow a board. We'd ride skateboard down this crazy steep sidewalk off a ramp into a neighbor's yard and just roll. Well, we want to start going to some skate parks and I need a skateboard. So I thought Christmas is coming up. Here's my opportunity. I was dreaming of, actually, I remember this. I was dreaming of Tony Hawk skateboards. That's, oh, wow. that's what I wanted. And, and Christmas came around and, and there was a skateboard on the ground and I flipped it over and I could not have been any more disappointed. Which actually, when I think about this now, it breaks my heart. How how is that? How the audacity that I was disappointed in the uh-huh. gifts my, that my parents gave me? But that was the case. It was it was a skateboard that was <laughs> that was from like Walmart or something. That mm. <laughs> that would just wasn't going to work. And I had all these hopes that the skateboard was going to bring me joy and happiness. And I was just looking for love in all the wrong places. Not any skateboard, a real hopboard. Not e- not even Huff, man. I- I'm looking not for the Huff. Huff Joey, that was an elf reference for, for you. Uh, you, you thank you. I, I thought it was a phony hawk uh, board that you ended up with <laughs> instead of a Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, they got you a skateboard and it wasn't the right one. Okay, we'll come back to that. I, I mean, I'm interested to hear what Mark has to say. The retiree of the group, Mr. Catch Me If You Can, he's not killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for tunies, right here dropping gold nuggets. The one and only Mark Harguchi. Welcome, Mark. Good afternoon. Actually, actually, no, technically it's still morning for me, so so good morning. <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to hang on to that for the next, like, 26 minutes or so. Mark, we're we're talking about really – what is it that we need to be doing and focusing on to become financially free? Why do you think it's so important for someone to start with themselves? I believe it's important because a lot of times, like, like we've just alluded to here is you're, you're probably focused on the wrong thing. And you're, you're, you're focused on all these things that are outside of you that, that are beyond you. And really, I, I think this is a great opportunity for people to kind of go stand in front of the mirror and take a look at, What's looking back at him? And that's probably the most important thing there. I mean, everybody can't be Dave Ramsey, right? <laughs> Lord, I mean, no, he, please. He, well, here's the thing, though. Like, I know we like to beat on our uh, Uncle Dave. I mean, give that guy a couple more years on that beard. I mean, he might be playing Santa pretty soon, right? I mean, but in all actuality, when I say not everybody can be Dave Ramsey, I'm not actually beating up on him. I'm being 100% serious. Because if you think, at least my limited you know, research on Dave Ramsey, where he started in the early 80s as a fledgling real estate guy, then getting into the financial advisory space, to where he is today, having built a 
hundred million dollar brand, probably easy, you know, um, downloaded um, millions of times a day, you know, syndicated across so many different radio networks has written more books than you've even read stallion. I mean, like this guy is a, is a really accomplished business guy. Not everybody can be Dave Ramsey. Not everybody can have built the businesses and created the empire in which he has. But I do think we should look to somebody like Dave Ramsey as a model for what is possible, right? Because I don't know all the things he did to invest in himself. You and I met somebody that's been in his inner circle for the last 25 or 30 years. We interviewed him on our podcast, Aaron Walker. And I, I know that they have spent a lot of time investing in their in their their understanding of how things work. And I think that that's why this is so important. When we, we came up with this funny title, All I Want for Christmas is Me, is we're usually focusing on all these other things instead of focusing on the thing that we can control the most, right? Now, my tongue is hard to control. <laughs> it, 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 it is something that I am constantly at battle with, but I have the ability to control my time. I have the ability to control what comes in uh, my mind. And I think that that's what this, and for me, what this podcast should be about is helping you understand as you're listening to this, as you're investing in yourself while listening to this podcast, that the more you can spend in 2023 investing in yourself, the closer you're going to be to the things you want. All right, Mark, you got some some more thoughts on this. I'm going to let you chime in first. Steve Jobs was a very successful businessman, had all the money in the world that most people would ever dream of having. But yet I, I, I struggle to see U-Hauls following hearses. Mm. Uh, you, you, you can't take it with you. And so my, my focus on this is your health. I truly believe that your health is your most valuable asset because if you can place your time and your effort in that arena, you'll be wealthier than, than you can imagine because the health is going to lead to everything else that you want to do. Health is going to give you the, the energy, the clarity, the, the, the physical fitness, the, and the ability to do all these other things because yeah, great. Congratulations. You, you spent all your time getting all this money, but now you are immobile. You're not able to go and enjoy it. So in my opinion, don't be focusing on the wrong thing. I would, I would argue focus on your health, which is what I'm doing to close out 2022. Um, I signed up for personal health coaching because it's important. Uh, all this other stuff doesn't mean anything if, if I can't enjoy what I've built. Well, you know, the, what's the old Chinese proverbs? A healthy man has a million wishes. A sick man has only one. Right. And kudos to you for investing in yourself for your health not only will that make you more productive and all around in life right but it'll allow you to enjoy the fruits of the labor the fruits that you've been able to produce um crap how in the world are you going to be able to go on all these fishing and hunting trips if you're not healthy exactly <laughs> russ if it's okay i'd like to let people in on a little bit of a secret okay are you okay with that? I think it's timely for today's topic. Otherwise, I would just keep it a secret. All right, bring it on. So as you guys know, we have been writing a book. And in that book, there's a preface. And I'm going to give you a little taste 
of what is said in that preface because it applies to today's topic. All right. You, you are your greatest asset in your quest for financial freedom. Investing in you is the best place you could ever put your money. Why? Because God created you for a unique purpose. He created you to reflect him in all that you do. Your life is not an accident. You have been given certain resources that no one else has been given. We mean it. The time in which you were born, in the place you were born, the experiences you've been given, whether good or bad, the relationships you have, the time you have right now, the money you make, the money you have in the bank, the career you have, all are gifts you've been entrusted with that no one else has exactly. Think of it like a fingerprint. All of these resources come together to create your unique world and calling. How you choose to use these resources makes all the difference. And I say that to say, this should, this should heighten how important it is to take inventory, right, of what you have at your disposal today and how to line those things up to steward them well, to get to financial freedom and to be able to use those things for the most good. And that's where I'm saying, like, if you've shut off your brain, because well, because Wall Street has told you to do so, turn it back on. That thing is powerful. It's a powerful computer that you've been given, and it needs to be used to to provide the most peace and freedom that you can provide. So that's that's my thoughts on this. Well, well, to that point, I was the other day. I was walking to the gym with the passive income shirt that we have from the mastermind, and one of the um trainer said, oh, well, I'll just get passive income if I wear the shirt. It was, you know, kind of joking comment. But the reality is, yeah, probably. And not in the way that you think. It's not like going to magically appear, right? But what, what our mind focuses on, we have the ability to bring into the reality, right? What we dream, we have the ability to create because as you were saying, Ernie, even though you didn't get the Tony Hawk skateboard you wanted, you got a skateboard. It was doing it and talking about it over and over again created your parents to, to bring it into existence. And I don't know if you went and got another skateboard or whatever down the line, but when we start focusing on something, it happens. You can't get in my car with my kids without getting punched in the stinking arm because they've seen a Volkswagen Beetle riding down the road, or now they've come and created a new one, a yellow car with not with no words on it. And I'm talking about like they are full on just all over. It is like a battle royal uh, rumba in the back seat of my car. They're just like just going after each other. And then if I'm solo with one of them, I got to hold the the wheel with my left hand instead of just my right hand because I will get knocked off the road because they will punch me and I will go like, you know, veering into the new lane. Well, their brains now have been trained to look for those things. If your brain gets trained to look for opportunities, gets trained to look for ways that you can be healthier, whatever it is, you will create the reality around you that your mind is perceiving as fantasy and as dreaming toward. I just think too often what you were just saying, Stallion, is people's brains are um, on autopilot. They're 
they're they have they're in that nothing box that I live in right the moment after uh I eat lunch on Thanksgiving Day, right? <laughs> it's not thinking of anything but sleep. But if we unlock that opportunity, man, there's so much power. Ernie, you want to jump in there? I can see it. Uh that's exactly what I'm thinking about. And Russ, you're absolutely right. I got that first skateboard and I was I was I was pretty disappointed, but it got me started. And it absolutely gave me motivation to save up some money and go to the safe, the, the skate and surf shop. And I bought that Tony Hawk board that I wanted. And I didn't just buy the board. I bought the trucks and the wheels that I wanted to go with it. And I got exactly what I wanted. And, and you're absolutely right. I'm just saying I'm prepping to, to teach something um, in Sunday school. And, and I just reminded what you said, Remind me of a quote I read preparing for it. it says your system is perfectly designed to yield the result you are getting. Mm. <laughs> if you live in the nothing box, you will get a bunch of nothing. <laughs> if you live in the victim, I'm a victim world, you're going to get I'm a victim thoughts and results. So here, here's what I would say. Nothing happened from nothing. We we must take responsibility for the trajectory of our financial future. And if we give it up to someone else, they're going to, that person is going to have a great financial future and ours will be average at best. So in order to, I, I, well, I just think about the people that I have been working with over the past, going into my seventh year here in my seventh year here and just think about the people who have who have accomplished really amazing things in that time the the thing that is consistent with them is that they have a can-do attitude and they are willing to get around other people who have that same attitude and they're gaining great results together and so i think it, it starts with with taking responsibility so i'm so glad now uh, to be honest, five minutes ago, I wasn't thinking this way. I'm so glad for that uh, dinky little skateboard because it got me into <laughs> skateboarding. Fortunately, it was just a fad for me. Uh, if if pickleball is your thing in 2022, uh, that you know, good for you. I'm hoping we're on to the next thing here soon. Uh, but it got me started, and it got me to a it got me to a place where I, I was really able to enjoy that hobby with my friends at the skate park. This podcast is amazing, almost too amazing, Russ. There's too many ideas and I don't know where to get started creating passive income. Well, here's the thing, Joey. I think one of the things you need to consider in that statement is what is it costing you to not know? What is it costing you not to take action? I love the statement that says you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. If you're struggling on where to start, you have to know what type of investor you are. Know your investor DNA. And if you want to learn more about this, you can join us in our Passport Challenge at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Get started today. That's so cool. Russ, I want to ask you, what is one thing as you kind of take uh, inventory that you can look back at and say, man, this is one of the strengths that I've been given that I would have been able to invest in that has then been able to uh, help me achieve more financially. Yeah. You know, there's always these moments in life where you look back and say, man, was that a win for me or is that just wasted moments? Right. It's easy for, for me to look back and say, man, if I would have learned 
infinite banking in 2001, <laughs> you know, right after graduating college in 2000, instead of learning about it in 2009, how much further would I have been ahead? If, if I would have known what I know now about passive income, would I have skipped all of those stupid years of college, wasting time doing nothing, and the four years that I went to work uh, for a rental car company, right? But I, I think back, Joey, that though what I learned through those experiences have shaped my mind for today, right? For instance, like at Enterprise Rental Car, one of the things that I learned how to do was run an operating company. And our, our, you know, our business partner and friend, Sharon Shravasa, says an operating business, the most efficient way to building wealth. And now I understand what he's meaning by that, right? Because we've seen businesses that have gone from a dream in our brain to multi-seven figures a year. And there's there's nothing you can invest in that can create that result, right? Like, you know, you, you can go build a company, <laughs> And you can produce that result, but you can't just invest in something and all of a sudden overnight it's worth millions of dollars. It just doesn't happen. That's right. So what I learned at Enterprise, you know, sitting there washing cars in a suit, you know, and sucking up my tie constantly in that vacuum as I'm leaning over seats, you know, trying to get this stuff out is that there's multiple ways to make profit right there's increasing revenue so learning how to market a business how to run and manage a business how to be more efficient in the occupancy reason why i wanted us to be in the short-term rental space because i understood the same marketing and the same uh, occupancy strategies that happen in the rental car business are really evident in the short-term rental space right so my brain thinks that way thinks about breaking things down on a per unit basis so why don't we say how many units we have? Well, what are each, what is the profitability of each unit? What's the break even of each unit? I think that way. But also there's more to it than just the revenue. You start looking at what are the expenses, right? I can manage to profit by also being more efficient on the bottom end. And, and by thinking that way helps me not figure out how to save 10 cents on soap for washing cars and enterprise, right? Well, the same way today, I'm not trying to pinch pennies on, you know, clipping coupons. What I'm looking for is, is there a tax strategy that can get back 10 or 20% of the money that I spent, right? Is there an opportunity within the way that we're doing things from a business perspective, right? We've learned about how to run our business and and to we've been able to uh, connect with virtual assistants, Right that can do jobs that we were paying people uh, four or five times as much to do with not necessarily the same specialties. I feel like there's ways that, that we've learned how to run businesses over the uh, of my life that's really helped me. But all that time was invested, right? Those were hours that I was investing in myself. And now I can look back at it kind of like you, Ernie, at that board and go, oh, that wasn't wasted. There was There's lots of wins in that. How about for you, Joe? Because I know you, you had a lot of experience growing up too that probably shaped the way you think about how investing in yourself wins. Well, that, that's why I really want to challenge if you're as you're listening to this, is like think about these things for yourself. Um, what are those experiences? What are those resources that you've had at your fingertips that maybe you didn't value that much? But now you look back and say, wow, I could see how how big this was for me. 
I always was the guy moving around uh, the new kid in school because we moved probably six times when I was growing up. Um, and I only stayed in a place for three or four years at most. And, and so I had to be the guy that was asking good questions, like trying to get to know people. Um, I was always the one breaking into the awkward, you know, like groups and everything. They were already set and, you know, established and here I am the new guy. And so, I mean, I had to get over the fact that it was going to be awkward. Like, I'm just going to be that guy. And I had to be interesting, right? I had to had to have things that, um, you know, and how do you become interesting is you become interested in other people, right? You ask them about themselves. I always tell my daughters, hey, when you're going to meet people, um, people's favorite topic is themselves, right? So talk to them about themselves. And, um, and so for me, I, I, you know, some people would look at that and say, man, that was really hard on you, Joey, that you had to, you had to move all the time. Like that was weird. That's different. But I look at it and say, man, it was one of those gifts that was given to me because now I'm not afraid to go up and meet new people. In fact, networking and, and connecting with people is one of my gifts because I spent so much time doing it. And, and even in our, uh, my career as in mortgage, I invested in training and books and speakers that would teach you how to network even better and, and how to add value to people. And I can see just multiple connections throughout um, our time, even at Wealth Without Wall Street here that have been amazing opportunities that have come because of connecting with people at a level that's maybe, you know, not necessarily the same way other people do. So I think you get, you know, something as simple as networking um, can make you ridiculously successful in your own journey to financial freedom. And just think about those things. That's good. All right. I'm going to, um, I want to go around and I want to share quickly. Each one of you just share a story. I think it's Christmas time. Uh, man, we've been given a lot of gifts and the gift is really just some of the community members that we've got an opportunity to coach, but also to watch just succeed at some of the highest levels. And it's been a lot of fun for us. I, I would love to to, to mention that because we're talking about investing in ourselves. And I just want us to talk about, not you know, I know we've all done a lot of investing in ourselves, but we've also watched a lot of people invest in themselves. And I'd love to go around and just have you share a quick story and then I'll get your final take. So I'll, I'll start with this because this is this is one I, I've shared many times probably on the podcast. But if you haven't listened or this first time you're listening, I, I remember a guy that I, I got to meet um, through a group and he, he was interested in money. Um, he, he was a, a pastor and his wife was running a pretty successful business. But his gift was just connecting with foreign students and um he during COVID was really interested in finding a way to start some sort of business that would allow he and his teenagers to be able to connect. And, you know, they, they were homeschooling like everybody was during that time. So it was like, this is just great timing. And I just remember him like watching all of the financial freedom live things that we did. We did a week worth of just courses and had presenters and just like what we're getting ready to do January uh, the 6th through the 8th here in Birmingham. We we were doing that virtual though. And he, he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm thinking about 
investing in this coaching and I'm like which one yeah we had several different things he says the one where you you create your own business online and you build a brand that you can sell on Amazon I was like okay um do you think that that's in your skill set and he's like I mean I have no idea all I've been doing is just you know loving on people all my life that's my skill set <laughs> I got a degree in like uh, I think golf course management or something I mean it yeah you know, <laughs> nothing related to anything business really they said I just I'm really passionate about investing in my kids and I think this would be interesting something we can do and I found out later that he did he he spent um you know five figures uh and um purchasing this course and coaching thing and we we fast forward you know six months and he he gets his product in and he you know I said well well send me a link I'll buy it. and I bought some of the first product that he had available from his house he shipped it from his house before he even shipped it to Amazon to sell and then you know a couple of months later he tells me how he, he sold out of all this product and and now a couple of years later and we've had him on the show Daniel Espy he he's talking about doing close to four million dollars of top line revenue a guy who invested in himself. And obviously spent a lot of effort and time from that point forward, but now has built an amazing business and it's a home-based business, something that he works a couple hours a day in just overseeing just some of the operations that's being run in essence by Amazon. And I think, man, what an amazing success to see someone who invested themselves to have that. Mark, do you have a you have a um a story you'd like to share real quick? Just a success that you've seen? I do, Russell. Thank you for asking. So my story is actually going to be much more present, and I don't know how it's actually going to unfold. But there was a couple I spoke to today, and they've decided that investing in themselves right now is what's best. And so we hop on a call and we're talking about, hey, you know what, let's talk about our our right next thing and we're going through our strategy and plan. And that one call, we went from needs help to knocking on the door of good. We are now clear on what our goal is for the family. We're clear on the steps we can start taking and a plan to affect that. And just one simple thing of looking at, all right, so if, if we're trying to achieve passive income greater than monthly expenses, looking at the whole expense number by itself can be kind of daunting. What if we can break that up into quarters? What if we can take bite sizes, say this is our goal for the year? And just those simple moves and setting that plan in place for them, I can only imagine what their next steps are going to look like and where it's going to end up in, in three, five, seven, ten years. Uh, but one of the comments that was really telling was, as we were talking about infinite banking as a next step, was man, why, why wasn't I told about this earlier? Why don't we learn about this? And I said, you know what? If someone would have told me this in my 20s, we'd be having a different discussion today. Only if I could have gotten out of my own way and been open to hearing it. I said, so where you are right now, you're now open to hearing it. So don't beat up yesterday you. Let's deal with today you and what you know today, and let's look at what we can do tomorrow. And so that's the message I want to send to everybody as you round into the holidays is don't beat yourself up for what you didn't know yesterday, but you're now in a position where you can make some changes. You can start investing in yourself just like this couple did um, today. And they're already leaps and bounds ahead of where they would have been had they not. Wow. What a great final thought. How about for you, Aaron? Yeah, I remember 
in 2021 meeting with this guy named Matt who lived in Texas and our meetings on the zoom call, he's always at work. Uh, he had, he had started down his financial freedom journey. And when we were connecting, he had already begun building a pretty substantial land business. And the thing that struck me about him is he had a few young kids by that time really wanted to earn his time back, spend a lot more time with them. And by the time we were wrapping up our conversations a few months later, he asked me, and this just, I wasn't thinking of sharing about him, but it just came to mind this question that he asked me, or was it not that he was asking me, he was just considering this, this place that he was at, he had sort of accomplished his goal. <laughs> his passive income had exceeded his monthly expenses. And now he was considering for real, am I at a, pl at a place where I can quit my job? Hmm. How, how cool is that to, to be actually there and considering, should I, should I leave? I can leave, but is it the right time for me to leave? And guess what? He did it. He left. And I, to be honest, I haven't talked with him in a while, but we're connected on social media and I see the things that he's doing. I don't know all that he's doing in the world, but that's just, just such an exciting meeting to be on where the people that we're helping are considering that question. Not, I mm. want this, but am I at a point where I can leave? Uh, you, you pretty much took my whole story, Ernie, just a different guy, right? <laughs> um, but that's good because that means that this is a consistent happening. It's not just a one-off. And, and I want that to encourage you as you're listening that this can be you. It's not just one person every, every once in a while. Um, my, my story is Jared White, and I want to bring Jared here on the podcast as soon as he's willing to, to share it in more detail. But the long story short is you have a guy that has, has been fired up about trying to leave his dental practice for a long time and had all these things going, right? Different things he's invested in, but none of it was organized. None of it was was in light of a plan or a strategy, it was just kind of, um, you know, hit or miss. And just by joining our Passive Income Mastermind within the last nine months, he's been able to get great clarity, being very super focused. And within that time frame, has now had the same conversation you just mentioned. He said, Joey, I now have figured out that by June of next year, I will be going to the Passive Income Mastermind retreat and I will not be required to be at my practice. It'll still be paying me, but I will not be present. And all these investments that I've made over the last eight months are now helping me to exceed my monthly expenses by 200%. And his biggest question right now is what am I going to do with my time? So the idea of man, what am I supposed to be doing? I, I know I don't have to do this anymore. Now, what can I be doing is un, is just un, unfolded in his mind. Like there's all these possibilities. What am I called to do at this point? And that is super exciting to have conversations like that. And, and I just want to make a quick call to action. If you haven't taken that first step with one of these coaches, 
to start getting the clarity that we're talking about, go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call and walk through what is your right next thing? What is that next thing so that you can get started and so that you can become, invest in yourself and get to financial freedom? I think it'd only be fitting for us to end this by, you know, singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas, but I think we would, we would really hurt the ears of everybody. And so we will, please don't do we'll, that. We'll spare you for that, but we do wish you a Merry Christmas. We're grateful for you. We're, uh, we're hoping that the presents that you receive are some of the lessons that these coaches have shared today that you can apply to your situation and that you too will have clarity starting into 2023 of what you should be working on. And I hope from today's podcast, you're starting with you. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.